Okay, so let's talk about the further corruption people have discovered about Boris Johnson with getting Carrie Johnson or Simmons, I think she was at the time, his girlfriend who he was having an affair with, obviously while his wife was dying of cancer, and getting her jobs higher up in the Foreign Office. Now, the fact that he is a corrupt politician shouldn't really surprise anyone because there's plenty of evidence for that already. But I think the thing to worry about here is the fact that the Times and a couple of other newspapers who published this story in their early editions withdrew it after pressure from number 10. And then going on to the wider fact that other news organisations like the BBC didn't cover it at all. Now, the government likes to make out that the media is some sort of left-wing blob that criticises everything they do. But this pretty much shows that the opposite is true. You know, pressure from number 10, and that's basically Boris Johnson and his minders, effectively, not the government, has have made a, a newspaper retract a story or take it out of its later editions and take it off its website. That is true. I mean, there's evidence, plenty of evidence is true, whether from contemporary diaries of people working in the Foreign Office at the time, senior politicians, they all stated in books published years ago that this happened, that, that Boris Johnson's got his uh, girlfriend a job. So plenty of evidence to suggest it's true. But a bit of pressure from number 10, who knows what they said to the Times, which is a right-wing paper, let's face it. But the story gets pulled. And in the wider context, we see an exodus of journalists from the BBC after, after the Tories installed their sycophants in the top of the BBC. And people like Emily Maitlis, who've gone because she was told that her monologues at the end of Newsnight were biased. And they're not biased, it was just journalism. So she feels, and Andrew Marr, these aren't left-wing figures by any means. They are figures who just want to report what's happening. But they feel they can't do that at the BBC anymore. And not because the BBC is some trendy left-wing PC vehicle that is anti-government and anti-right-wing. It's exactly the opposite. The BBC has been hobbled by an increasingly powerful right-wing cabal of anti-news, anti-fact politicians and the people who back the politicians that people now seem to believe a lot of people seem to believe and you get a lot of people who are who should be naturally sympathetic to the BBC and supportive of it saying oh no the BBC needs to go because it's biased and yeah it is but it's not biased in any particular way left or right although increasingly it is right because that's who's in charge now I mean the BBC has always been mostly pro-government towing the government line and it just so happens we have a right-wing government at the moment but what they've done this government more than any other has removed anyone in the BBC who is at least even vaguely neutral or tries to get a counterpoint in the opposite of what the government think and think of all the years we had people like Nigel Farage repeatedly put on question time it's difficult to remember now but back in before about 2013 he was considered a bit of a joke nobody cared about the EU either way there was no anti-EU feeling in the mainstream politics but because you feature people like Nigel Farage again and again and again, it legitimises his point of view. And we've discussed this before. But now we're seeing the same. You look at question time panels now, and I think the last one was three Conservatives and Rory Stewart was an ex-Conservative. There are dissenting voices, but they're dissenting voices that come from the moderate right rather than the far right. Because when the government is far right, and this is a far right government, moderate Conservative voices seem to be the counterpoints. It's a dangerous situation. Once the government controls the media and the evidence is they do control the media just from this story about I mean, who cares about Boris Johnson's girlfriend we know he's corrupt 
if they've pulled out, what have they pulled that's much more serious? We should all worry, whoever's in government, that the government has that much power over the press. People like to criticise the media in this country and say, well, who needs the BBC with it? It's all these other organisations that could cover what they do. But three millionaires own most of the papers in this country. The only paper that isn't owned by millionaires is The Guardian. And The Guardian's often maligned by people on the left for being too right-wing. And maybe they are. That's a different argument. But effectively, they're the only national newspaper that's independently owned. And they're losing money. So if you get rid of the BBC, you end up with potentially The Guardian going out of business. I don't know. But then the ones that make money are all right-wing papers owned by either offshore tax exiles like The Telegraph or millionaire hard-right activists. It's very depressing for the country. So we, we need a clear separation of, of the fourth estate and the government. And we haven't got that. And that should worry everyone regardless of their politics.